Hello and welcome back to Goswick Lane. This is the Big Head Real Estate on Goswick Lane podcast with Genty, our main man Genty, and we have a guest morning. today. Good morning. This is Sophie Sortas. Sorters. Sorters. Ah, sorry, I messed okay. names up. Someone once said, somebody really smart said, a picture is worth a thousand words. I would say it's probably worth more than that. And this is your business. Pictures, photography, videography, all those things, things that are very exciting to me. I really love the idea and the action behind photography and videography. So first of all, tell us about your business, Sophie, and what you guys do, what you specialize in. So the name of the business is LLS, um, Real Estate Photography and Video. Um, I mean, we do real estate, of course, real estate photography, um, video, um, I mean, we do drone as well. Okay. So we focus kind of on all of all of that, all everything real estate. And um, I mean, there's two sides of the business. I guess the first one will be the real estate side, and then the second one will be more like your events and um, weddings, um, all of that. Okay. They do a lot of real estate. I'll tell you that okay. a lot of real estate, a lot of videoing. Um, they're really good at. Uh, they y'all just started doing reels. Maybe kind of toying with that a little bit. So when the reels became popular, we decided to, you know, keep them going. Um, I think the reels became popular probably about six months ago. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that everybody's just kind of hitting it pretty hard mm-hmm. on Instagram and all that. So, yes, we started doing reels. Um, so those are pretty good. That's pretty really good. hard to do on your – I say there's a lot of people that are good at doing it, but it's really hard for me to do it because you, I'm not I'm not a video or yeah, and you have to make, person. I mean, you have to make the effort, right? You have to, it's not just like when you decide to add a new platform to your business, to your marketing, it's not just, I'm going to do this. Like it's, if you're going to do it and do it right, you have to make a commitment. You mm-hmm. have to try to present yourself well. And if you're a photography business, you have to present yourself well. That's what sells your clients. And reels have been a big thing, like you said, recently, um, in the past six to six to nine months and really gaining traction uh, for businesses. So, Genty, I want to go to you. Um, you've been using these guys for how long, and, and what? Uh, where are they providing you value in the real estate industry? I've been using them for four or five years, pr- pretty much the whole time. I mean, uh, of course, there are times when, like, say that they couldn't, you know, they couldn't get to me, or w- when we get really slammed, you know, they could be two weeks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she'll say, hey, look, you need to start scheduling now. Um, so I've been using them for a long time and the, I always tell my clients that I'm going to use a professional photographer, whether it's a $10,000 lot or a $3 million listing. Okay. And one of the reasons for that is because people don't beat the tre- beat the streets anymore. It's all internet as far as real estate business. So their photography, they get the best shots, you know, make them look really great and it, it works. So there's two, there's, there's basically in any business, there's, you know, a couple of different aspects of the business. There's actually doing the work and then there's kind of the backside of the business side of the marketing. Tell us about what you do on that. So I do more of the marketing and the backside of it than um, my brother, Luis, everyone, all, I mean, m- all the realtors know him. He's the okay. photographer that's out there. Okay. Um, and then my other brother, which is Oscar, which he's his, um, he helps him out too on real estate. Okay. Um, so um, Luis is mainly real estate and then Oscar is some real estate and mainly 
Uh, yes. Yeah, so Luis is the, the photographer. Okay. So he is, our, I mean, he's the owner of the company. And okay. so he runs, I mean, he runs, he's the photographer, videographer. And then we have a whole team to where it's editing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do all the marketing side of it. So this is a true family business. It's you and two brothers in this thing, right? Yes, it is. And then they're all my older brothers. So. Oh, but since you're the one, this is always family businesses are interesting. Since you're you're the one kind of on the backside keeping the keeping the stuff together, and you're the little sister, do you ever have to like beat them over the head and tell them, "Hey, we got to yes. do this"? Okay, yes, I do. <laughs> she's pixie. Yes. yes. How does that go? It doesn't go bad. Again, okay. I'm the I'm the uh, younger child, so okay. I'll get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Younger children usually do. And when you guys have, uh, there's always scuffles, and this has always interests me, uh, family businesses and successful family businesses that stay together. When you guys do have scuffles, how do you process through that typically? We just talk it out, honestly. Okay. I mean, I think, I mean, we've been working together uh, with Luis and I for like seven years doing this. And so I think, I mean, I can tell you probably maybe in a handful of times that we might you know, not agree okay. on something. But other than that, I, I feel like we always do and we let it go. You know, like if mm. we're going to see each other at Sunday for my dad's birthday, I mean, we're not mad at each other. Yes. <laughs> and you can't be. I mean, you have to be that way running a business, right? You've, you've run a business mm-hmm. and still run business with your brother. Yeah. Both of my brothers. I mean, uh, I have three brothers, but, you know, two of them that I do business with. And um, it it's hard. It, get, it can be hard, but uh, we always manage to same you know if we show up then we over it not going to talk about it anymore or talk about it later not yes. at a family function yes. try not to run tie that together if at all possible communication is key mm-hmm. setting expectations understanding expectations communicating those expectations is very key what is the f- your favorite thing about what you do sophie so let me just kind of go back when you say communication a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is a main thing that has worked for us for so long, just the communication between, like, Luis and I, all, all of us, um, why it just runs so smooth. And I think a lot of the realtors feel that just because, I mean, so we have, like, a calendar, let's say. Like, you know, we run, like, a family calendar mm-hmm. that we share. Um, so communication is a big thing when it comes to, you know, running kind of the business of it. Um, I mean, it's not like, you know, like you're asking me what my favorite part is, but I mean, I feel like that's, you know, one of the things that have made it work for so long. What, uh, let's talk a little bit about software. You mentioned your uh, calendar, which, what calendar do you guys use to manage? Actually, we're very old fashioned. Okay. So we have just a family calendar. Okay. It has worked for us just fine. Like, uh, you write it on a, like a, no, a I mean, physical? it's an app, but okay. it's just a family calendar. It's like a Google calendar. Okay, so you you guys all share it. You know Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be, and what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. Is that the same thing you use for scheduling your... Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know how she keeps up with all the realtors and schedules because I'll text her three properties, and then I need to change one of the three to Mm -hmm. another day, and she she takes the brunt of it because she didn't mention that she does the scheduling. Okay, and that is hard. She does all of the scheduling. That's hard if you got, and, and how many, typically, how many real estate agents are you working with in a period of a month? So, if we say on our busiest months, which I guess will be through March, probably about the end of October, okay. um, easy, probably 30 to okay. 40. 
So you're working 30 to 40, and you might have multiple properties. Is that uh, is that correct per so those? So on our bus- busiest months, we probably do about up to maybe 200 houses in a month. Wow. That's a lot. And you're dealing with timelines mm-hmm. that, like he said, change. Mm-hmm. So when you get that call from Genty initially, he says, hey, okay, I've got this property that's going on the market. I need I need photography. When can you get it on the schedule? And you say, okay, next week, we got you on Tuesday at this time. And then the owner calls Genty and says, oh, it's not going to be ready. I'm raising my hand here. all the time. (laughs) (laughs) He calls you. What's your process there behind, like, when the schedule changes? I mean, normally, let's say, if it's in a busy time, I mean, I just call someone else and be like, hey, you know, somebody just cancel, are you Mm -hmm. open? And, I mean, normally we'll get someone in. Okay. I mean, and if it's a slow time, which is around right now, I mean, it is what it is, honestly. We haven't haven't done anything to, like, have a charge. I feel feel that's Mm -hmm. another thing we're pretty good about, just with everyone, just because, I mean, you know, so many of us. So many of them use us so much. That not, you're not nickel and diming your customers that are bringing in the revenue. Right. That's right. good. That's cool. Okay, so we talked about a calendar. What other software do you guys use to manage your business? Um, I mean, you know, we use for accounting and stuff. I mean, we use QuickBooks and okay. all of that. Um, I mean, more of the editing side of it. I mean, they use uh, Photoshop. Okay. Photoshop, y'all mainly stay in Photoshop, and I know you're not on the. Do you do any of the editing or? Yeah, that's I Louise don't. That's Louise and Oscar. Okay, mainly Photoshop, and y'all use Lightroom yes, as well. Yes, and Lightroom. Okay, and then the video part of that, are y'all still using Adobe products, which is Premiere Pro? Yes, that's okay. Right. Very good programs, but it takes it takes some time and effort to get in there and learn those things. Yeah, I would know where to start. Yeah. I would. I don't want to learn it. I don't want to know. You don't it. have to. That's no. why you have I, do Sophie I, and Louise. Do I want to sell real estate or do I want it to be a friend? That's right. That's right. Everybody's got their role. You can do one or the other. And they're good at their role. So, Let's talk about marketing. You have to present yourself well to the public so that you get business. And obviously, you guys have been in business for eight years. You've presented yourself well. And you have a bunch of good clients and... um you keep those clients by doing good work. I've seen your work, and it's really good. I've actually – did they do our lake house pictures? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I actually – so I do photography too, but not on a professional level, just as a hobby really. And I took pictures of our lake house for our Airbnb, and then you guys came in when we were selling it and took them, and I just I pulled all mine down and put y'all's up on my listing. He said, hey, who did those pictures? And yeah. I told him, and um, he's like – those pictures are pretty good. Uh, can I get their number? Because I think I'm going to have them do yeah. all my Airbnbs. I need to, I need to have you guys come in and just pop some pictures of all of our it, Airbnbs. It makes a difference. It really I mean, does. It makes a difference on rental rate. Because there are certain lightings that just don't look good mm-hmm. on iPhone pictures. Or even if you're using that camera and don't know how to edit it. Yeah. You can take the best picture in the world. Right. Well, I mean, sometimes it comes great out of camera, but most of the time you got to put a little pizzazz on it. You oh, do. I mean, you'll time. be surprised. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And There's you're not, I mean, you're selling the property. It is what it looks like. But when you're in a house, we have stage lighting here um, for this specific setup. That's why it looks so good on camera. You don't have this in a house. You either mm-hmm. have to take it with yeah. you, like to get an actual picture of what it actually looks like. 
you have to modify the lighting and the colors a little bit to get it to what when somebody walks in because house lighting is typically not great right I mean, it depends. And then normally a lot of, I mean, like, let's say there's going to be no electricity. I mean, normally a lot of realtors let us know. Mm -hmm. And then this is, that's whenever Louise brings in more lighting. Okay. Just to make sure. So y'all have battery powered lighting equipment. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got what you need Mm -hmm. to make the pictures look good. Let's get into what you do and what you, what you're good at is marketing. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you set yourself apart on the marketing side of it. How do you get customers? So, well, I've always been, I feel like I've always been one step ahead, like we can say that, um, just because I try to research a lot, you know, what, I mean, let's say what the Dallas market's doing or, you know, even what the New York market's doing. I mean, I've, I try to really stay on that. Okay. So I bring that a lot to like our Facebook page and then or Instagram, you know, and then that's kind of how I get, you know, just the ball rolling. I sponsor a lot of stuff too, Kay. like on Facebook, Instagram, so people can see it. Kay. And then there's a lot of word of mouth just because, you know, we've been um, doing it for so long. Okay. That's good. And and I think that's, you know, some how kind of you run your business too. It's mostly social media. Correct. Yeah. I mean, social media and then. That's another thing that they do that maybe some of these other photographers don't do is they feature uh, the listings that they um, are photographing. And so it's just another source of um, social media presence and um, good marketing on both ends, you know, really to to help market the property because we both have the same common goal. Um, They want us to sell the property because Mm -hmm. if we don't, we don't get the next one. You know what I mean, and and to keep it rolling. So, uh, communication's key. That's what n- normally why uh, I refer out because I can get Sophie, you know, by text within an you know within normally within ten minutes at longest within an hour. And that's that's really awesome if you guys are in your peak season doing up to two hundred properties a month. Like, it, how do you manage these this thing right here? So. I actually just end up getting an iPad okay. because uh, the phone just, it wasn't cutting it anymore. Okay. So, because I was like, okay, I need to be able to see stuff bigger. Yes. Um, but I mean, I still do everything from my phone because when we're talking about everything from the phone, I mean, I upload pictures like to Facebook. Everything is done to my phone. Okay. Um, so I was like, okay, that's consuming too much mm-hmm. of my memory. Yes. And so anyways, I end up getting an iPad. But other, I mean... I guess I've just gotten rid of it, honestly. Okay. I mean, you know, it's just... That's the same with me. Everything that I post on Facebook is from my phone. Okay. Everything. This is... The the phone is the biggest tool that we have in the world today. Right. I, now, yeah. Or one of them, you know, and, and how we use it is important. It, it still is a tool, right? Correct. It's still um, a piece of our lives. It's basically an extension of us. You, Genty, you and I talk about, like, trying not to be all consumed with the phone, but at the same time running a healthy business, there's a balance there. Sophie, have you found a rhythm? You mentioned a rhythm earlier. Have you, What's kind of your rhythm? There's, there's, there's times you have to be fully engaged, and do you ever get time to decompress and break away a little bit? I try, honestly. I mean, at least just you know, at least there's one 
time out of the year that I actually ask the boys to take over. Okay. So there's one, at least one week. I, I like how you call them the boys. Well, you know, I just tell them, hey, I, like I actually set it on the calendar. And when I actually set it on the calendar, uh-huh. they know that that means, okay, sh- that means she, we she, need to handle it for that week. She needs a break. <laughs> yes. Do you give them your phone when that happens? Do you say, hey, here, here you go, take well, this thing? Well, so Luis has said that to me, actually. He said, well, you can leave your phone here and we'll handle it. Okay. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that. I'll just, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't just leave my phone, but. Um, but normally what we do is we set the iPad and then that, you know, that's all the messages and everything will come to the iPad Mm -hmm. and they can manage it from there. When you hand that over to them on a week or two that you need a break, when you come back, what does it look like? So let's go back. So last year, uh, I went to Spain, so that was pretty hard because it was like an eight hour difference or whatever that was. Oh yes. Goodness. So I will get text messages from Oscar and he would just, he, he would freak out a little. He was like, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> and then he was like, I didn't want to bother you. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, but yes, they, they, they freak out a little bit. Okay. Whenever you came back, everything was just the way you did it, right? Yes, a little. A little. <laughs> she said yes, no. The answer is no. They try. <laughs> when you're really good at something and you hand it off I and mean, there's, there's, it, it's it's not going to be exactly the way that, that you left it. And that's okay. I mean, you need a break. you got to right. be willing to make some sacrifices to, to get that break. Um, but it also says, you know, to me what that says is you really care. You really care. I can tell sitting here with you, you really care about your customers. You really care about the product you put out. You really care about the presentation of the product that you put out. All those things are really important for business. And Jinty and I talk about this. A lot too is like there's there's a few things that you can do to set yourself apart in your market. Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it and how you say you're going to do it. And then another part of that is be available. You know whether it's uh, answering a phone call or answering a text or, or responsibly in, in a responsible amount of time. And that's probably would that be one of the main reasons that you've continued to work with these guys. I'm going to say their business name again, LLS Real Estate Photography and Video, if you need. Correct. I mean, that's mainly the reason why, yeah. I mean, I I build loyalty and relationships. I've had a lot of other people approach me about taking my photography. They all ask, hey, would you try me out? I know you're a pretty loyal person. I see that you use LLS. And and I tell them, hey, look, I I don't mind you going and taking pictures and using some of my vacant property, but I am loyal to us so you know i send i refer a lot of the new agents out um and i have to say real quick if you're an agent watching this uh podcast and you take iphone pictures please call lls first stop to have them to do that because it's truly doing the seller a disservice 100 percent. you're doing it you're i'll be more blunt than you because i'm not a real estate agent stop taking the stinking pictures with your iphone now and call it will increase your return 100 percent. if you if if just run a test if you're taking pictures with your iphone right now what's a what's a going rate typically for a full real estate workup so just normally let's say for i don't know a small house 1500 square foot mm-hmm. no acreage okay. um i will say it's probably 140 okay so 140 bucks Professional pictures, get them done, and raise your price five grand. 
I mean, I've done that before. Because the return. I've also it, now it's good for an agent like me when people take iPhone pictures. Yeah, because well, yes. I know that uh, they're they're iPhone pictures, and that that house could have potential. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go look at it, and nine times out of ten, if it if it if I if it is what I think it is, it's priced under where I think it should mm-hmm. be, and so. It's it's like I said before. It's truly doing the seller a disservice. It doesn't cost that much. It's one hundred and forty bucks. Yes. Um. You can probably make the hundred and forty bucks back, like you said, by raising the price five grand because you're getting something that looks fresh. Now I I do understand stuff that's like falling down. You know, houses that are falling down. Yes. I still get professional photography because I want aerials. I want people to know where all those things are. So, and you know, that's one of the reasons um, that we've tried to keep our prices. I mean, you know, as as we could, as best as we could, mm-hmm. down, and that's just for those properties. Because, mm-hmm. like, when we started, we started with small properties. Okay. And so I was like, I never like to like leave them out because I feel like the same as in a million dollar house, the same like as a, you know twenty thousand dollar house. I mean, it needs the same pictures. Well, and if there's something that you don't like about it or or whatever, they're really good about, uh, say, the sun is just putting a huge glare on the front and we didn't get the timing right, they'll, you know, reshoot or do some re-edits. They want to make, they want you to be successful. And so that's the good thing. It's not just like, hey, here's your pictures, and then if you can't have a problem, they're not going to take care of it. So you talked about a small house with no acreage around 140. If we go up to that million dollar house with five acres, what are we looking at on a, a price there? You know, that depends okay. just because there's so much detail to it. And okay. I mean, it, it, I mean, I can just give you a just surprise to say something. It'll be 450 maybe. Okay. You know, I mean, something like that. And that's just we making sure that it's really detailed. So do you guys look at the property before you quote? No, so we have a standard sp- uh, a price okay. sheet. Okay, okay. Um, but, I mean, if you're going to be, like, I mean, there's some agents that are very, very picky about certain things. Mm-hmm. So if we know are that. Are we sitting with one of them right now? He's he's easy. Okay. He's easy. You, well, you know, well, you we work know, together. Well, we with him. Yeah, you know what he wants. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that's another thing. I mean, if you know, you, I mean, with the editing, with the editing guys, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that I work with, too. Okay. So it's just like, you know, we've been working with so many agents for so long that I, you know, if I take pictures of him, I know what he likes. If I take pictures for another person, I know, if, you know, I know what they want, like a front of the house and everything, you know, just mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, Yes. The um that that process of the photography and the editing combined, how long does that take? If if Luis goes out and he's just doing one house a day, from the time he gets the pictures and then edits them, how long does that take? So if he's only doing one house, he's gonna go back to the office, uh, hand that SD card to the edit to the editor, and he'll okay. have it out within two hours. So do you guys one have house. an editor? Yes. In house, okay. So we have two editors. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So how, it takes them an hour or so at the property. Is that it, would that be right? So it'll take Lee. So let's say he'll go. It'll take him about an hour. Um, okay. If it's just a normal, you know, a normal house. I mean, if we're talking about a big house, it'll probably take about an hour and a half just okay. for the detail part. Um, and then it, and then it goes back to the editors, and it'll take him about two two. I mean, an hour and a half if it's a small house. If we're talking mm-hmm. about 
And, and that's another thing for the pricing, because if we're talking about a big house, it's sometimes they'll take them half a day, just okay. depending on what we're working on. So you, I always tell my clients that it's going to be a 48 to 72 hour turnaround. Okay. That way that it gives ample time to get the, get the pictures back. Because, you know, during this, you don't want to say, well, we'll have it back in 24 hours. Right. Because I mean, a lot of times they are back in 24 hours, but that gives time and leeway because, you know, people are getting antsy. So... Uh, you know, there are times when maybe it may take, they're slammed mm-hmm. and their editors are slammed and they're just getting to them as they, you know, are on schedule. So under promise and over deliver, when you deliver Correct. those pictures quicker than you said you would, it always makes everybody look better. hundred percent. You okay over there? You're making a funny face. No, oh, I'm good stretching. Okay. You need me to come early, over there and help you? Early morning stretch. <laughs> yeah. What I wanted to get from you is that the time, the reason I'm asking about how long it takes you guys is because if you're a real estate agent out there, and like you said, you're not a photographer, you're a real estate agent. Correct. If you try to learn this stuff, and I've done it, and I'm still not a pro at it, but I've done it. If I was to go out, even at the level that, that I'm at, which is not y'all's, but below, I understand it, it would take me with the pictures and the editing about five hours. And that's with, I've put hundreds of hours into learning this stuff. If you're not interested... Only if you're really interested in photography and it's something that you really love as a real estate agent, do that. If you're not, do not put that time and effort into doing that, into learning that process. It is very difficult. Call these guys. Oh, if you're a realtor, you got to be doing income-producing activities. Yeah. And, and pictures is not income-producing. No. You need to be chasing leads. You need to know what your time's worth an hour. And I can tell you right now, my time is not worth taking pictures or doing anything like that. Right. That's, that's their forte. Everybody's got a different business. I'm not a mechanic. I'm not, you know, I, I take things to people that are experts. You know, my buddy uh, sells cars. I, I go to him. So that all kind of coincides. Yeah, you got us. an integrity landscapes yes. jacket I, on today. I, You're not cutting your yeah, grass. Right? I'm not I'm not cutting my grass. Yeah. <laughs> That's maximize your effort. Okay, we're wrapping up. Is there any anything else that you would like to talk about today before we wrap up? No, I mean, you, maybe videos, you know, okay. those are becoming pretty popular nowadays. And we're, I mean, we are trying to promote those. I okay. mean, so just a, just a quick story on that. Um, can I cut you off? Sure. Do you have time for another podcast? Sure. Like 10, 15 minutes? Okay, stick with us. If you want to hear about videographies and videos, the next episode we'll have Sophie back and we'll talk all about videography. So if you're enjoying this content, hit those buttons at the bottom, like, share, subscribe, and join us for the next one. Remember, love God, love others, and let your work reflect that. We'll catch you on the next one.